welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. T. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. What's going on? Oh my God, so much. Like? <laughs> nothing, really. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Seriously, nothing. Um, no, I'm good, man. Life is good. I Peachy. Um, crushing it in life. No, I don't know what I'm saying. I kind of like it in that accent. Crushing it. Crushing it. <laughs> life. Fuck, I need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, let's get into it. Okay. No time for preambles. What's happening? This is episode 608, titled, Ay, caramba. <laughs> Ay, caramba. <laughs> you know... I didn't, I, okay, usually I always read the title f- per episode. Mm-hmm. This one I didn't read, and then halfway through, I'm like, that's the title? Yeah, it's so racist. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, there's a Hispanic character on the show, or a Latin person on the show, so the title is I Caramba. Like, get the fuck out of here, Brenda Hampton. God, man, whatever. So dumb. Yeah, 100%. Also, does I Caramba still count as one word? That's what I, want. I was about to ask you next. <laughs> I was like, wait, isn't that two? I mean, right? Because I is more of like an exclamation, but it's still a word. Yeah. I. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Any Spanish speakers can let us know, I guess, if they would consider that like one word. Or maybe because it's like a phrase, it counts. I don't actually know anything about anything. I'm just talking out of my ass right Lady now. Lady J, do you, you don't think you know enough Spanish after you heard George knows that key? <laughs> and, uh, and also, you know, from Rod. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Me cheeky chica, whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> that dumb idiot. <laughs> I, think, I think you're very strong in your Spanish. You, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of sad we're never going to see those two again. Those two meaning Jimmy Moon and Rod. <laughs> Do my ears deceive me? No, I'm not. I'm not like, let's bring them back. But it's like sad that those days are over. <laughs> I know of you talking shit. Oh, Jimmy Moon. <sighs> now we just have May to continue. Yeah, with. May. Oh, God. <laughs> when is it going to stop? Okay. So this episode begins with the most ridiculous, I would say, opening oh, open yeah. ever. Uh-huh. I, I know I've said that at least 50 times before, but like this is pretty dumb. Rob, and my, let's also say this episode picks up right where the last one left off. Yeah. I mean, to the letter when, where we last left off. Robbie brought Joy home to meet the Camdens after church. Oh, Joy. Oh, Joy. And now... Joy is in the living room with Ruthie dancing and lip syncing along to her own song. Yeah. So we said it a little bit in the last episode, but Joy Enriquez is a recording artist Mm -hmm. from the early 2000s who had one or two like pop hits or whatever. Yeah. And Joy Reyes, which is the character she's playing, is Robbie's new love interest. So, but who's also a singer. So that, you know, so that she can sing on the show. (laughs) So she's singing and dancing along with Ruthie to her own song and at some point Ruthie's like that's you and she's like yeah do you like it (laughs) do you think seventh heaven crushed her dreams what do you mean like you know they think that that's going to be their big break of getting their name out there oh and do you think it did it did the opposite I don't know I don't know I will say that I looked up her IMDB and she has three acting credits chasing poppy this and one other thing um, and in Chasing Poppy, she wasn't anything big. Yeah. It, but, she wasn't one of the three main girls. Yeah. Uh, but point being, like, in her IMDb bio, her recurring guest star role on this show was, like, mentioned. Like, it was like, you know, she got this big role on Seventh Heaven. Spoiler alert, she's in six episodes. This no. being the second one already. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't think we're going to give a shit too much about joy in the long run yeah that's true um but anyway she's here now okay <laughs> and robbie's in love with her and lucy and mary are like standing in the foyer and like watching the scene in the living room unfold before mm-hmm. their eyes or whatever and they're just like watching her and then matt comes down the stairs and is like why don't you just go in 
because we don't want to go in. <laughs> because we don't want to go in. Shining twins much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> God, I remember that whole performance thing, whatever that was happening in the beginning. I, I wanted to forward that entire part. But at the same time, I'm like, I might be missing something like funny or what if someone says something that might be funny, but like I want, I was cringing. It's so annoying how that song is just playing underneath everything that's happening in the scene. Yeah. And at some point, I'm not even kidding. I feel like it just loops around again. It's the same three words. What do you want? What do you want? I don't even know what the fuck the song is. Good. Don't like, remember. It's Cause it's so fucking uh, stupid. I know I made sure to block it out because well, I don't want it to be a song that's like in my head for days. But here's the problem though is I immediately had to start Googling and I went down a deep Google no! hole. Because, okay, because I was like, because she goes, yeah, it's me singing. Do you like it? And I'm like, okay, if this is really her song, why isn't she just singing it in the living room? Yeah. Like, why not just have her sing it live if it's her song anyway? So then I was like, maybe it's not her song. So I had to listen to that, to that initial part of that scene like 50 times to get the lyrics down. So... So I could Google the lyrics and then found out that it really is her song. <laughs> you do that to yourself. Because when my mind gets curious about something, I, I cannot let it go until I've beaten it into the ground. I mean, I get that way too, but I like I I made sure to avoid that no, one. No, it was very annoying. Da, 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 no, 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 no. Like, stop, uh, stop, stop, okay, stop. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> so then, then, so Mary and Lucy continue to stay out in the foyer. And I love how they're like shouting, we don't want to. Like, she's 10 feet away from you. Like, you know she can hear you, right? Yeah. Like, you're not in a sound bubble or whatever the yeah. fuck. It's so not then, really a concert that's happening in that yeah, fucking living room, exactly. guys. So then they start talking to each other about like, you know, like what, like who is she what is she blah 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 what was her name again miss tight pants or miss sexy or something no i think she said it was joy joy what kind of name is that <laughs> a name for the look on robbie's face shut up <laughs> i really liked that shut up <laughs> a name for the look on robbie's face <laughs> which is true yeah I mean, he is loving this show she's doing for him i know like this smile on his face and but it makes me wonder about the actor himself like oh my god please get me out of here like really i mean I there's know, a girl gyrating in front of you i think for With any actor ruthie. that's a good day yeah but he doesn't have to look at ruthie yeah but she's still there <laughs> i mean whatever oh, whatever you know, you know they're not practically brother and sister in real life, right? <laughs> Stop it, practically. I'm not saying I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying that he's into kids or none of that shit. I'm just saying. I just love like, Ruthie. When I'm 16, I'm going to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> you go get yours, Ruthie. Oh, Ruthie. Um, I want I want her name to be like Ruthel or something <laughs> like. Like you know how it's like you know how like Ethel like I want yeah. I wanted to be like Ruthel so I could say it that way like oh Ruthel <laughs> Ethel um yeah so okay so all of that shit happens whatever Mary and Lucy end up having like a little fist fight in the foyer or yeah whatever um and then Annie walks in and is like <clears throat> excuse me but these children have a garage apartment to live in <laughs> and like kicks them all out or whatever. Yeah. So they go, and then, okay, then we cut to Robbie and Joy are outside in the backyard, mm -hmm. and I need, I need you to confirm for me that what happens here is ridiculously insane like i need you to like validate that for me right now because i'm watching this i literally couldn't believe what was happening so much so that i had to rewind it to make sure that my eyes weren't playing tricks on me in a slow-mo you know like fantastical music playing over it scene okay they're outside joy kisses her fingers and then oh, places dude. them on robbie's lips okay that's like that's cheesy and gross and whatever right but then then what happens might you ask robbie kisses joy's fingers and then puts them on her nose i don't know what the actual fuck is happening here that's real foreplay like, in what universe is the reciprocation of 
kiss my fingers, put them on your lips, kiss your fingers, put them on your nose. I do that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I know your boyfriend, and that's hilarious for me to picture right now. (laughs) Dying here, folks. What the fuck? (laughs) What? That's not a thing. That's that. That's that's so not a thing that like things are looking at that and being like, we're out of here. Like that was terrible. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 What the fuck? You know, it's not sexy. No, not a valid like reciprocal action. It's nothing. It's just dumb as fuck. I remember seeing that and going, wait, did that just happen? And then I remember I'm like, we're going to have fun with this. And then I blocked it out. (laughs) That's like most things on this show. (laughs) I know. I know. I just can't help it. Like, you know, when it it was it was I I mean, I wrote it down. You can see the amount of notes I have. Yeah, it's like two of my notes is that. Yeah. (laughs) She kisses her fingers and puts them on his lips. He kisses her fingers and puts them on her nose. And the fact that you're right, it was slow-mo. It was. It was, it was like slow-mo. this drawn out, like, look how sexy we're being right now. Or cute. No, that's okay. not cute. That was trying to be sexy and nose diving hard into a mount- side of a mountain. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. So that happens. And then they start having this conversation where... <laughs> joy's like you know do you love me and he's like yeah i love you whatever and she's like she's like i want you to come and have dinner with my parents tomorrow and he's like um okay like and she goes and you just have to tell them how much you love me and how much you want them how much they you want to marry me (laughs) and he's like um really (laughs) like that's what your parents want to hear so early in our relationship and she explains don't worry they just want the intent and then a long long courtship and even longer engagement but that's what they want not what i want i want to sing and dance and have a good time which is why they want that other stuff exactly okay let's talk about this yeah this is I have so many issues with this kind of mentality and the fact that it's still like pervasive today. This idea, this notion that the the commitment makes everything else okay. Yeah. Or or the or the intent of a commitment allows for the relationship to blossom. That shit pisses me off so mm-hmm. much this is how you get repressed girls who do stupid shit yeah to to, to break free of the of the oppressiveness of their home life so i know she's like i just want to sing and dance but you can't do that can you because your parents are strict so instead you go out and you find a guy that your parents are gonna like you get that guy to tell your parents i love her i'm gonna marry her so that you now have the license to do whatever the fuck you want to do because your parents are like well they're down the marriage path he can do whatever he wants with her and she gets to be this crazy girl or this party girl or would sing and dance to her heart's content and then all of a sudden you have this relationship that founded on nothing Nothing. and you have a life that's founded on nothing and yet he is so smitten but even he's like what the fuck like he doesn't want to do that and she's like they just want the intent because i just want to sing and dance like what the fuck yeah i'm worried that she's using him i'm worried that that's exactly it like i'm worried that that she has strict parents and she and they won't let her go out and live a life so so she has no choice but to fake this like serious relationship to allow her to leave the house and sing and dance to her heart's content. Mm. Like what the fuck, man? Do you really want to be that kind of parent? Do you want to be so oppressive with your kid that that she has to like find herself in a relationship that's that like or get married when she doesn't want to just because she because just so she can go out yeah exactly i'm like, gonna lock up my daughter kind of parent is that i'm kidding i'm sorry and i'm you know i'm not trying to like hate on any parents or you know whatever you, it's, you be a parent do it however you want i'm just saying that's fucking cuckoo bonkers yeah it's true. It doesn't make sense, especially in today's world. This is not even today's world. This is like early 2000s. It's like chill, you know? Yeah. Ooh. It's weird. We've seen that many times. 
we do in our culture it happens all the fucking time mm-hmm. and it's very sad very very sad if i mean if i had a fucking dime for every girl who ended up in a shitty marriage because she rushed it to get out from under the thumb of her oppressive father yeah like i didn't i wouldn't have to do this podcast do you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but i would because i love it yeah <laughs> um yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, so that's the fucking situation we're in now. So now he's got to go. He's got to like get all gussied up and get flowers for the mom or whatever yeah. and show up and, you know, deal with the whole third degree rundown or whatever from yeah. her dad, who, by the way, I will only ever know as Paco from Mrs. Winterboard. <laughs> See, it comes right off. <laughs> I fucking loved Mrs. Winterborn. Same here. I fucking burned my tape down. Like I, I watched it so much. I love that movie, and I love Paco so much. You don't know how to do the tango. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's just watch that movie right now. I, it's I will. So good. In a I love heartbeat. it so much. That's who Brendan Fraser and Ricky Lake. Yeah. Oh my. And Lord. Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Um. Anywho, so. So he shows up, he, he's all, am I in the right house? Because they, he has a butler and shit and whatever. Yeah. And he's like, am I in the right house? And he's all, oh, why don't you sit down? And then I'll tell you if you're in the right house. <laughs> and everything was like cream, like ivory Yellow. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it was really like an interesting scenario. It's like a weird, like heaven. <laughs> I don't know. It's like everything felt light. It looks like it was like a painting. Like, yeah. you know, it had like this painting vibe mm-hmm. to it. And then he comes in wearing all black. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> leather jacket and yeah. shit. May. And, <laughs> does this jacket look good on May? <laughs> um, so he sits down and the dad's like, you know, asking him all the standard questions, whatever. And then Joy's in the back and she's like, she's like, tell him, tell him. And her dad's like, join us if you're going to speak to us from the hallway or whatever. So then she comes and she like decidedly sits all the way down the couch from him. Like there's no physical contact, whatever, you know, yeah. this whole thing. Me- me- meanwhile, she's wearing this like completely open midriff. Yes. Like sexy outfit. I know. Like, and you're worried about sitting next to your boyfriend who wants to marry you. Really? I know. <laughs> so dumb. so so then he's like you know what are your intentions or whatever and uh and he goes well your daughter wants me to say that i love her and that i want to marry her but i don't feel like we're ready for that yeah so then so then the dad's like well then what do you want or what are you thinking or whatever and he's like I'm thinking I don't want to pursue a physical relationship with her. Yeah. I'm like, Robbie, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like you went from, I, we're not ready for marriage to, I'm not going to fuck her. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so dumb. No, I no, it is because when, when I heard him say that, I'm like, excuse you say what now? And I physical relationship. Like, what are you even talking about? It's you, not like you haven't made out. Like, it's so he's stupid dude he's just been living with the camdens for far too long yeah that's that's very apparent yeah and then so then he leaves he's like okay you're in the right house whatever he leaves and then joy yeah <laughs> joy just like jumps in his lap yeah and then he like stands up and like throws her <laughs> off <laughs> she falls to the floor <laughs> and then the dad comes back in and he's all good move yeah <laughs> oh my god this whole thing is so stupid yeah 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 <laughs> i i couldn't believe that this was actually part of the show i know first of all did i even read the amazon prime spoiler for this episode Ooh, no you didn't <laughs> Okay, well, here it is. <laughs> Lucy and Mary duke it out when Robbie starts dating another girl. Okay, so we're, we're on the right. Don't there. Yeah. Everyone's caught up. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, then, so they leave the house to go on their date or whatever the hell. Yeah. Which is hilarious because didn't he come over for dinner? Yeah. So then they still had time to go out afterwards. Anyway, whatever. Into a bar. So they go to this nightclub and 
as they're walking in, and a. He's, like, he's like, I'm not even 21. Are we even allowed to be in here or whatever? And she's like, she, as she's like disrobing her jacket, she's like, it's my father's club. It's all good, whatever. Yeah. And, she, and he's like, your father owns a club? And she's like, yeah. And she just like jumps up on stage where the band's ready for her and all her backup singers are ready to go. And the music plays and she starts singing. <laughs> I just want to play a little bit. Okay. Do you remember that song? No, and I'm glad I don't, but... <laughs> I totally did. Really? The minute it started, I was like, oh my God, I know this song. Like it like it like filled my memories. <laughs> but it, it but they all sound the same. I know. You know what? There's a moment in there where she gets all like <sighs> that it it's it's almost reminiscent of like later years Tony Braxton. Oh. Remember that one album she had where she had that one pop hit off of it? Yeah. It's totally like that, right? God, I missed that album. Which actually. actually was around the same time, yeah. too. What was that song? I don't know. Oh, shit. I performed it at a lip syncing contest you at did. school. Oh, yeah, fuck. you guys, I used to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, it was I embarrassed awesome. the crap out of myself three times in front of my entire school. That was That's pretty epic, though. One of those I was really proud of, though. You know which one? Bushy Jennifer Mary Page Crush. Did. Yeah. Yeah, I, that I one, fucking crushed, crushed. You, you did. You I did. got third place for that one. You did. The crowd was going. I, well, the crowd, the school was going pretty crazy. <laughs> the crowd went wild. <laughs> no, because yeah, you did some killer moves. I remember everybody, getting, everybody in the audience going, "Oh, yeah." Because at one point, because I was wearing like this like really short gray mini skirt, yes, or whatever. Yeah. And, okay, I don't. Re- I don't know that I did this, and I don't remember doing it. But at, but afterwards, one of my friends came up to me and was like, "Girl." you like lifted your skirt and everything i was like i did <laughs> you were just really into I was it so into it i wish there was video of that i wish we i wish we had cell phones back then i know because there would be so we? much footage we're, we're, we, that was seventh grade seventh or eighth grade yeah yeah isn't that fucking crazy oh my god fucking 20 years ago holy shite Oh, we're such children. I know. Ew. Ugh, okay, whatever. So she sings that song. Robbie's loving it. <laughs> like, they, they keep cutting back to him. It's a fucking long song, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It goes on forever. I'm like, it felt okay, like fi- enough. Five minutes. He's insane. Probably. They even cut away at some point and then come back <laughs> to end this, the episode on her singing. Or, right? Is that what happens? Mm. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they, they do. Because she finishes her song. She comes off the stage. She gets into his lap, like snuggles him or whatever. And that's how it ends. <sighs> I know. I know. It's nice knowing you, Robbie. <laughs> um, actually, I, I don't know how much you care to know things like what I'm about to say. <laughs> Is he on for another season? Yeah, dude. What you mean? She goes away in four more episodes, but he's on for another at least twenty-five. That's impressive. I know. I, I'm exaggerating. I don't actually know the number, but it's it's a lot. It's at least twenty. But that's impressive. I didn't. Yeah. I I he's thought he's on there, man. I felt like you know midway through this season he should be gone. I think it's more not. Like he should mid- be, but he would be. I think it's more like midway through next season. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. It'll be interesting to see all that play out. I still remember this cutie from um, Beautician and the Beast. Him? Yeah. He was in Beautician and the Beast yeah. with Fran Drescher? Yeah, he plays and the brother. the guy, what's his name? Timothy Dalton. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Did he die? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, he's still around. He's kicking it. <laughs> Imagine they did a reboot of Beautician. Oh, no, a sequel with Fran and Timothy Dalton. I'm not ca- I would. Yes. I would be the first person in the theater that day. I, I fucking Who are love we that movie. It's going to be straight to video. <laughs> I know, but I fucking love that movie. Well, I don't know. I don't remember loving it, but I, I loved watch it, it because times. it cracked me up. It was good. Yeah. She's so funny. I love her so much. The nanny. My mom has met her at the hospital where she works mm. and has said that like, you know, her voice is not as 
grating as it is in the nanny, but it's very much that. And when she laughs, it's that laugh, like (laughs) pretty full on. Um, yeah. So that's pretty, basically Robbie enjoys whole deal. You know, they're, they're moving a little fast. I think Robbie recognizes that. I think though he's so in love with her that he's going to let himself get swept away. And I think it's going to end badly. I think it's going to end up smacking him in the face. I think he's going to experience what happened, what he did to Mary. Like, interesting. It's going to happen to him. Like sex at a motel? No, no. Or like, like that heartbreak. Yeah. 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 Because he didn't have that with Cheryl. True. Like, and as much as we say that he had a heartbreak with Mary, no, Mary Mary was always the one that was devastated. Never Robbie. And maybe this is the first time Robbie might be devastated. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. It's it's interesting that you say that because I almost kind of want to get ahead of myself. But I think for the sake of talking about this episode methodically, I don't think we can. I think we need to get there when we get there. Fine. Uh, Because you know where I'm going with this. But okay. So that's them. I do want to give a special um, honorable mention to the first time, the first time ever we've actually heard Sam and David speak on the Mm. show. Daddy would love some of that. But that is rich in fat and daddy can't have fat because daddy has a lot of fat in his heart and it made him sick. But he's better now and daddy just wants one little bite. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> no, that's a mine. Oh my god, they're so cute. Not cute is daddy. <laughs> yeah. Daddy would like some of that. Daddy's daddy. heart has a lot of fat daddy. in it. But daddy's heart is better now. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Ew, ew, ew. So much ew. Yeah. Um lots of ew. Yeah. So Holla, Sam and David are talking now. That means only more is coming. They're going to have lines. Yeah, right? I mean, they're going to have as much lines as Ruthie probably did in the first episodes, you know? Yeah. Where she would just like pop in and say something about like What are we doing? Funny. Yeah, exactly. What are we doing? Oh my god, if they start what are we doing-ing, that would kill me. I'd love that so much. It'd be cute. If they just started walking into rooms and in unison said, what are we doing? Oh my God, I'd kill my... That would be amazing. But man, Ruthie, first season, there's something about her. She oh, was she such, was a firecracker. She was all, like magic. Yeah, she really was. And Simon was the spirit animal. Ugh. Still is. Uh, not anymore for me. I'll yeah. be honest. Simon hasn't had anything great happen. No, nothing all. great happened, but I don't... I just like Simon's character. I like I like his true char- yeah his character that's yeah. it. I just want more stories for all of these people. Like if it's it's being it's becoming increasingly difficult for me to like care about any of these kids. Yeah. The more we don't have stories. Like yeah. nothing has really happened in these 8 episodes of the season so far. Yeah. Like a third of the season is gone and like nothing has happened. And you know, they, they make us, like, focus on Mary again all the time on Mary. I know. Is she the star of this fucking show or what? Ugh. Okay, so when, when we last left the big kids, they were <laughs> banished to the garage apartment. Um, exiled. <laughs> exiled, really. Um, and we see them in basically like they've tried to make a home out of the situation they all they each have their own little corner of the of the loft or whatever and they've got blankets and pillows and their books and whatever and ruthie starts making comments about like how this like this isn't even about mom anymore this is like a game of survivor yeah whoever lasts the longest is gonna own this apartment and she's like, she's like, I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, okay, like relax. And she's like, you'll see, <laughs> like, just wait. And so Lucy ends up leaving for a minute because she wants to quote unquote, get some air. Really. She just wants to spy on Robbie and joy. Yeah. And when she comes back, um, after having fought with Mary again in the backyard, mm-hmm. when she comes back, your stuff's in your basket. And just why is it in the basket? Not that this day could get any worse. Uh, you've been voted out of the garage. Since when do we vote who stays and who goes from the garage? Since he went out for some fresh air. Matt, were you in on this? 
It was his idea. What, no, they wanted to toss your things on the driveway and lock you out. I suggested we vote. You do that? Yep. Well, I needed to throw the balance our way. Our way? Who is our? The guys, Matt and me. Yeah, and yet I, the girl, will still win. Even if you do win, Mom will never let you have the apartment at your age. But it'll be in my power to let one of those two have it. And believe me, I'll get something for it. <laughs> she's so schemy. I know, I know. I, I appreciate it, though. I do. She's she's actually really good in this episode. Yeah. Like, this, this level of... Like scheming and like you know being a little shit shitster, I can appreciate because it's not it's not really causing any trouble. Right? Yeah, you know, she's just, it, it's making her have some fun, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, like it's harmless and it's funny. Um, so <laughs> so yeah, so Lucy then has no choice but to go back to the house and do her whole like mea culpa of like I'm sorry mom that I disrespected you I'm sorry Mary that I didn't you know welcome you home with warm arms or whatever let's be friends again let's be friends again and Mary's like they have this moment the two of them Lucy and Mary where Lucy's like like you know you're the prodigal daughter or whatever like everyone loves that you're back and Luce- and Mary is the one who has to give Lucy a lecture well not a lecture but like a reality uh, yeah. check you know you do know that dad was talking about all of us when he gave that sermon this morning i know he was talking about you matt simon and ruthie you're the one who went off in search of yourself you're the prodigal son no he wasn't talking about me yes he was I didn't go off in search of anything. I got kicked out of here. Yeah, but... But what? You kicked me out. And you're the one who left on her own to go to New York. You're the prodigal son. You went out in search of yourself and came back with a better idea of who you are. And even more determined to be what you want to be. I got nothing. Except a couple of college credits that won't transfer and a boyfriend who dumped me. Am I the only one that, as soon as she said a couple of college credits, immediately went to Hamilton? (laughs) Every time she says it, because she even says it in that same cadence of a couple of college credits and my top-notch brain. (laughs) Like, I just want her to go into it. (laughs) But it's so true. And it should be noted, very subtly, might I add, Annie happens to be in the background of the scene. She comes up the stairs to the attic bedroom yeah as this conversation's happening and i think it it is a light bulb moment for annie as Mm -hmm. well everything that mary is saying that she's not the prodigal son she didn't leave to find nothing she didn't come back with nothing like yeah she's not the one you know Mm. but do do you agree that lucy is i don't know if any of them are i don't know if lucy is i mean I, I find that a little hard to believe. I feel like if you had to choose, yes, Lucy, but I don't think Lucy is a prodigal son either. Yeah, like, I don't either. Because her story is not like she left to find herself. She left to chase a guy. Yeah. And when it then when that didn't work, she came back. Like, that's it. Yeah. Really. I mean, you and know. She still wants to be a minister. Yeah, which, is she doing anything about that? Is she going to go to school? Like, what is she doing? No, because like she came back and what did we see? She came back and she was trying to find a job when she got back. But we don't know right, if she's actually finishing up with school. This is what I'm yeah. saying. No stories are happening I know. yet this I season. Know. Like nothing has happened. You're showing me their love interest. You're not showing You're not showing me how they're growing in the world. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't have to only What's be happening? about them being in a relationship. What the fuck is going on? Matt's the only one that has shit to do. Right. And even that, I mean, we have seen the most of that. You're right. Like, yeah. like if we've seen anything, it's been Matt and yeah. his job. or whatever. And how he like, and again, we, we saw an act of him breaking his date in order to be at work. Mm-hmm. Like there's a fine choice there that he's made. Like, uh, this is what I'm going to pursue. Right. Like right now, that's my relationship. And they keep saying that he's out of the house next year. Yeah. Which means, you know, he's going to go to medical school. Yeah. And, and who knows where? Who knows where? Also, too, I think, spoiler alert, next season is when he was off the show anyway. Yeah. So that kind of works out in terms of timing of that exit or whatever. But, um, yeah. Go ahead. No. I oh. mean, that. yeah, whatever. Right. So, so, so now Lucy's back in the house. 
And then um, I think, I don't remember the circumstances that lead Simon back in the house. Do they have another vote or something? They uh, do. They have yeah. another vote. And Matt would have voted for Simon, but Ruthie's got an extra slice of apple pie, pie. from Burger King. The best was when she said, now who's going to take me out for a steak? And then they all look at her. She's like, steak taco? <laughs> that was really cute. Um, so they vote Simon out. Yeah. And he has to go back and do his mea culpa, which he does. And he and Mary have this awkward, because he bumps into Mary in the backyard on his way to the house. Yeah. And he's like, I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's all good, man. Like, I love you. Everything's cool. And then they're inside the house and they pass each other in the hallway. And he's like, I'm really glad you're back. I love you. I'm like, again? Okay, we got it. (laughs) Yeah. Even that's weird. Like, Uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't care that much about it. <laughs> um, and then Mary comes up to the garage mm-hmm. because now she's now Mary's doing her own apology tour. Because what happened is when she was talking to Lucy, she realized in that moment that like, oh, she's got some apologizing of her own to do here. Yeah. Like if she's going to live here and be back and be part of this family unit, she can't just show up and like not fess up to anything and exactly to her past indiscretions, whatever. So she apologizes to Matt and Ruthie, which then they reciprocate and whatever. And they're all going to go down together and leave the garage. But Ruthie like yeah. double crosses everybody and like fakes it and then, yep. st- and then stays up and like locks the door. <laughs> Well, she was right. She got it. She wasn't wrong. Matt on his way down knew she was going to do that. How? (laughs) But, 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 but. And a big but. (laughs) Yes. Um, Mary and Matt are heading back to the house. Yeah. And he stops her. And they have... I love this conversation. Mm-hmm. I love everything about it. I love the chemistry between Matt and Mary. <laughs> you know, every time I saw them on screen, I was like, I wonder if we're going to see that. Or It wasn't creepy, though. Yeah. It, their, th- their chemistry didn't veer into sexual chemistry like it used to back in yeah. seasons past. This was... It felt real, like brother and sister who are both adults at this point. Yeah. Like he's twenty two, she's twenty. Like, you know, they're 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 making life happen for themselves. Yeah. And it felt like these two adults like sitting down and relating to each other in a way that this show lacks a lot of that. Lacks I know. A lot of like grounded, like organic feeling moments, you know? I know. And this was one that I really appreciated. Do you think you made the wrong choice when you chose Wilson over Robbie? I don't know what you're talking about. I guess you're the first one to recognize Robbie's potential to be a better person, so you won't be surprised when I tell you. I think you just didn't have the guts to choose him instead of Wilson. I mean, you had already made so many mistakes. You didn't want to choose the bad boy over the responsible single father and his kid. Not to mention it was a greater risk to choose Robbie because you two had messed things up over and over again, am I right? I really love Wilson and Billy. But you aren't in love with Wilson. Well, I was comfortable with Wilson and happy. Well, then why did you kiss another guy? You still have feelings for Robbie, don't you? Okay, I do. But I wouldn't call it love. Would you call it regret? I mean, but okay, please refresh my memory here. Yeah. Didn't Robbie also end it with her? They had... During that, like, you know, the finale? Yeah, they had, like, a pretty mutual, I would say, amicable, like, parting of ways. Like, where they both acknowledge, like, this relationship's not working anymore for either of us. We really have no business being together anymore. And then that opened the door for Wilson because she had already like made out with him or whatever. Yeah. Or been with, you know, been out with him and stuff back in New York. Yeah. So now that she was free of Robbie, she could be with Wilson. Yeah. That's how season five ended. Basically. I know, but I, I understand the regret, but just to make it sound like she didn't pick Robbie. I think she always wanted Robbie. I think Robbie mostly ended it with her at that point too. But but it but it came down to at the end of season five, like, you know, she had these two guys who both like were gonna try to be with her. Like, cause even though Robbie and her, 
you know, because it was on the heels of like her crazy idea, like move to New York and let's get married or whatever. Remember? And yeah, that's dumb. I'm not doing that. Like, but if she had chosen him, like, if, or or at the very least, not chosen Wilson, yeah, you could say, I think they would have stayed together and like tried to make it work or whatever. Yeah, I think I think they were in that spot in the relationship where it could have gone either way, and they decided to go that way, you know, and then then Wilson was almost like the default choice. I guess you know? so. I just love this so much because Matt is really insightful here. And and I think he's absolutely right. And I think that that he needed to be in that moment, like to give Mary that reality check, or mm-hmm. like, or like you know, like that mirror to which, like, like, like to look at herself and like, like face the fact that yeah. like, you know, she made some choices, but they weren't her heart choices. Yeah, yeah. you know, she thought she was doing the right thing. And then, and then they double down on all of that when Annie and Eric have their conversation in terms of Mary's whole journey or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Ma- Eric and Annie have since even the last episode not been on the same page about Mary's return. Yeah, Eric still is like, I don't think she should be here, or why is she here? And Annie's like, it doesn't matter because she's back and she's our daughter and we love her. And they kind of like put all that aside or whatever. Um, because they see that like all the kids have reconciled and stuff. So they decide that they're going to have a date night. Mm-hmm. And so they go out and they sit down on a bench in the promenade, or at least what I assume is the promenade, yeah. because where else could they be? Their hangout. <laughs> and Annie gives this pretty great speech. Mary's not the prodigal son. And I made a mistake in treating her as if she were. She never left to go and discover herself. She didn't go out into the world and get into trouble and hit rock bottom and then come crawling home for forgiveness. She never did that. She showed signs of getting in trouble, and we sent her to your parents before she had a chance to do something that she or we would regret. And you know what? It worked, Eric. And I don't think we've ever given ourselves any credit for doing the right thing and saving her from hitting rock bottom. Now, maybe she didn't learn anything, but I think part of the reason that she claims that is that she's afraid to say she did. She's afraid to make another mistake. I think if we can just let Mary discover who she is and what she wants to do, surrounded with love, you know, guided by our genius, then maybe she will learn something. Maybe she'll even contribute something to the world. Let's just aim for Glenna. <laughs> Let's just aim for Glenna. <laughs> Eric, ever the pragmatist or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think th- this this scene and everything that Annie is saying about Mary is just doubling down on what Matt is saying about Mary, yeah. which is that you know, it's not that she's a total fuck up. It's not that she fucked up by choosing Wilson and then fucked up by losing Wilson and all. And that, none of that really matters. What matters is that she needs to realize that that she's not a fuck up in order to like move on. Yeah. And and try to regain a semblance of a life. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know if I really made that point. No, well, but no, you did. But it's true, though. If you if you constantly believe that you're a fuck up, you're always going to fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to Mary's credit, at the end of this episode or near the end of this episode, she gives Annie and Eric a check. I know. For the car payments that they were making for her in those few months yeah. before she was kicked out where she couldn't do anything about it. With interest. With interest. And, I mean... <laughs> It's one thing that her parents accepted money from her, which let's be real, like no parents ever from their children, from yeah. their child like that. Like, thanks, we'll take it, cash it tomorrow, you know, yeah. like let's be real. But like, but like, I think the gesture is the important part. And then Eric, you know, wants to take a moment to like apologize to Mary. Like, I'm sorry I was so hard on you. Like, you know, I should have been more warm, welcome and whatever. And she goes like, no, don't stop being tough. I need it. And yeah. that's where I'm like, okay, she's good. Yeah. Because, okay, the money, whatever, fine, nice gesture and everything. But the fact that she she understands that she needs structure, she needs to not be let off the hook. Yeah. And that's how she's going to succeed. And she's asking for that. I yeah. think that's her growth right there. Yeah. 
It's true. It's true. I agree. 100%. One. I mean, I'm not saying I'm all like team Mary or whatever, but she definitely like, like is the only one with the storyline. Yeah. Like she like, she like has like redeemed a little bit of herself Yeah, from as much as I fucking couldn't stand her for the last seasons. So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I, I, this is one of those episodes, too, that doesn't lead you anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. it, do, it, it doesn't leave you at the end, like, what's next? We'll find out. Like, I really don't know where we go from here. Exactly. Like, at, at least with the Camdens. We know where Robbie and Joy go from here, yeah. probably. Four more episodes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All the way to four more episodes. Um, but with the Camdens... Is it, it's almost like a reset button now. Like anything could happen with them because nothing has happened. So who the fuck knows? And mm. maybe that's the point. Maybe now that we've come full circle, episodes eight, you know, a full season after she left in the first place, now that she's back, maybe that is the reset button. Maybe this is the jumping off point for the rest of the season. Who knows? Who knows? You know? Well, it would be interesting. Yeah, at hopefully the very least. Hopefully it's good. I don't think we're going to see Wilson again. That's fine. But, yeah, I'm fine with that too. <laughs> you and me both are like, okay, bye. Yeah, seriously. Like, I think I think what the show has done is like, we're, we've closed the Wilson chapter, we've closed the Robbie chapter, because now he's too busy being in love. Like, this is a new fresh slate for Mary. She's, you know. And in walks in Ben. Right? Oh, you know he's showing up tomorrow. Yeah, like, right? you just know. And her going, Ben, <laughs> what are you doing in Glen Oak? Or, hello? Hello? <laughs> oh, Ben, you're in Glen Oak now. Oh, okay, Lord, can I kiss you? Me. If she says, I love you to him too, I'll kill myself. Stop it. Because that's her Wilson, I love you voice. I it's know. not even her Robbie, I love you voice. No, I know. I her know. Wilson, I love you voice is, I love you too. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop up. Is that like your ASMR trigger? Like No. Oh, you just don't like it. I just don't like it. No, no, no. I don't even Do know. Do you have ASMR? I mean, my only thing, like, you know, oh God, what would it be? For me, it's just someone playing with my hair and I'll pass the fuck out in two seconds. Oh, but that's not ASMR. Uh, exactly. So that, that, but like if I had one, it's just that, uh, but I don't have anything. Like, I, I definitely know I have it because... For, well, first of all, I'm like super sensitive to noise in general. Yeah. Like, like I'm like, if it's like, if it's, if there's like a level of noise happening and then something just peaks it, like a, like a loud laugh or a cry or a scream or whatever, like it, like, it like makes my heart rate jump. Yeah. Like it, like it, it affects me physically, you know? Um, but also to like, I'm super susceptible to like, whispers and see things like, i used to think i love that shit see i used to think it was whispers for me yeah until recently i tried to use that in the background to pass out it kept me up oh i can't use it to sleep like, i don't think you know, of it as like as like a sleeping tool i know some people do yeah but i just enjoy it like like i'll just like sit there and i'll watch or listen to a YouTube video of like of like someone whisper talking for an hour and a half. Yeah, when and you get that, and it's like just like super cool because I I get all the like tingly, tingly feels and I enjoy it. It's weird. I actually get it from like tapping, but like but the soft tapping where it's almost like ambient noises, but it can lull me to sleep. Like 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 a nail tapping or just like a finger tapping. You what, know what I mean? I I think it's like nail. But it's not like, it's not piercing. I don't know how to explain yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I get Some it. Some of them get it down. Like a dull tap. Yeah. Like, not like a pointy nail, but like exactly. a square nail. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I know. You. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did we do this episode? Robbie, Troy, Ruthie was part of the coup. Mary with her mea culpas. Uh-huh. That's pretty much it. Another Annie episode Eric, where... Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I was like, Annie and Eric, okay. Simon and David speak. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. They spoke, okay. This is, again, it's very much a continuation of the last episode. Yeah. Thematically, meaning that, like, it's still living in the bubble of, like, Mary's back. What are we going to do about it? That's pretty much the entire storyline or whatever of the episode. You you know what I hate about these kind of stories where it's, like, the continuation shit? Mm -hmm. They throw so much in the first episode 
like a lot of shit goes yeah. out. And then the second one, notice how quickly we wrap that shit up. I know. Well, it's their own fault because they didn't even it's not technically a two-parter. You yeah. know what I mean? It's These are standalone episodes for whatever it's worth, but they're so continuous and they're so like um, tied to each other. I know. That, that exactly what you said, so much of it is happening in the first episode because that's more interesting because yeah. stuff's got to happen if you're going to tell a story that the second episode is relegated to like the wrap up yeah, and maybe some insightful moments which are fine and everything and I appreciate them but they don't really like make an episode you know no, they don't they don't so and here we are I'm definitely not 42 minutes worth of an episode <laughs> <laughs> terrible um, so let's rate it Okay, go first. Okay. Um, I'm giving this one a six. Oh, cool. Five. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I think, it was, it was I think just, the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, it's just there. Okay. Quick. I think I've already said this before, but quick listener poll. We need you guys to tell us, either write oh. to us, tweet at us, whatever the hell, or put a comment in Instagram. Just let us know. I, I'm starting to feel like the number ratings don't, matter mean anything anymore yeah i it's not that i don't want to judge the episode like i i i definitely want to want to put it on some sort of a scale or something or like more like a binary like thumbs up thumbs down maybe i just don't know that these numbers mean anything and i and they're it's becoming increasingly difficult to like differentiate between a six and an eight you if know you, what if i mean you give me a thumbs up thumbs down i'm mostly gonna give this a thumb down like, well that's fair you could give it a sideways thumb <laughs> What are we, the gladiator right now? Like, what is yes. this? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I don't know. We need to come up with something. But what I really want to ask the listeners is like, do you Give care a about the ratings? If yeah. we stop doing them, would it change anything for you? Like, you know, do you have suggestions for what we could do? Um, or what do you really want to know about our feelings about it? Like, what what would be a good metric with which to judge the quality of an episode that's that's i guess what i'm asking mm. and then obviously you and i will have offline conversations yes where we actually talk about it but in the meantime we'd love to hear from you guys and in general we'd love to hear from you guys because as always don't forget to rate subscribe and review on <laughs> apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and you can follow us at for heaven's sake pod on all the places or send us an email at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com and until next time when we cover episode 609 will it have another one word title or will the streak be broken tune in next time to find out bye bye